Hello product innovators. Today we learn how to build a successful Amazon product launch from an expert who has put 50 products onto the Amazon marketplace. This is the Product Startup Podcast, a show to learn from top leaders in hardware product development, prototyping, manufacturing, product selling, and everything in between. Hosted by Kevin Mako, the leading expert on product development for hardware startups. Welcome back everyone. Today I'm very excited to introduce Rob Green to the show. Rob is the founder of Solving Alpha, a company with dozens of products and multiple product brands on Amazon that also acquires other Amazon brands. He also hosts the I'm the One podcast to help people migrate to the world of entrepreneurship. Today, Rob is gonna share some valuable knowledge from inventors, startups, and small manufacturers on the importance of properly planning for an Amazon product launch, the technical aspects of an Amazon listing, and how to succeed in launching and growing your product sales on the Amazon Marketplace platform. Now, onto the episode. This show is produced by Mako Design, the original firm providing end-to-end consumer product development services tailored specifically to hardware startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Take your product from idea to store shelves at macodesign.com. Now, on to the episode. Hey, Rob, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Kevin. Well, we're excited to have you on today to talk about successfully launching on Amazon, not just listing on Amazon but truly launching a new consumer product on Amazon in a successful way that builds brands. And who better to bring on the show than yourself, who's launched numerous brands. So before we get into all the weeds of what makes for a great Amazon launch and scale, just give us a quick backstory of how you got to the success that you are today. Yeah, I started in corporate America. Everybody says, find your passion. I found mine. I hated corporate America. I wasn't a great employee and didn't, didn't really want to be in corporate America, too much bureaucracy for me. So started drop shipping e-commerce in 2011 and then shifted over to creating my own brands in 2015. So I've been selling successfully on Amazon since 2015. So a handful plus brands, had a few exits, and we're continuing to launch and list products on, on Amazon today. Yeah, amazing. Well over 50 products that you've launched there. So you've learned the ins and outs. I think you were just at Amazon headquarters last week as well. I just was one of four panelists up at Amazon headquarters in Seattle talking voice of the seller program, talking to a bunch of executives, directors, and VPs about how they can bring some of their data to us so that we have a better chance and actually perfect for this of launching on Amazon. They want new products and they want successful new products. So they're trying to alter the information they can provide to us and then also maybe play around a little bit with the search results and how they look so that it's it's something that we can actually penetrate that market. That's amazing. I'm really curious to dig into that today on the show to figure out like in 2023, what are the best practices now on Amazon from the source himself? I find it very interesting what you mentioned. I think this is inspiring, especially to emerging hardware startups. Amazon wants your product. If yes. you build a great product that solves a pain point or creates opportunity for the world, for a certain demographic, it can be very, very niche demographic. They want it because that's how they grow. They grow through more products so that they can sell more things to more people around the world. So Rob, let's dive into the details. Uh, let's talk first about listing. So the way I think about this is if back in the day, we used to get these paper catalogs in the mail, right? And when you list a product on Amazon, essentially what you're getting done is you're getting put into this catalog and that's it. So you list a product, you create a listing, you go out there, you're now in the catalog. The reality is there's thousands, if not millions of products in that catalog, right? So that's what your average seller does or the average person who launches a product, they just list it on there. And to be honest with you, that's not really the key to success because you're now in the catalog, but you're in the back of the catalog. You're on page 400, so you're not discoverable, right? So I always say you've got to launch a product as opposed to list it. 
right? And we'll dig in a little bit on what that means. Yeah, that's excellent. Launching a product is key. We want things to explode. We want them to be a big success. And we want them to scale over time, especially as people get to know the market, as you start collecting the reviews and so on. That's what really a hardware startup should be all about is building great products. So let's dig into what that actually looks like. Let's dive deeper into the actual list. How do you prepare for a great list that is a launch and not just a list? Great question. So you start with preparation, which is the key operative word in what you said there. So you've got to actually do your research. So creating a great listing is like telling a story. A lot of us product guys, maybe not great storytellers, but we can be great storytellers by getting a few things right and understanding the marketplace that we're playing in. If you think about any type of like physical real estate, Amazon is not only the anchor store at a mall, but they're also the store on every street corner. They have that digital real estate. How do we capture eyeballs once we have the visibility and get people to go through the funnel, right? And that starts with your main image. Main image is the most important thing. Try to differentiate your main image. Obviously, do the basics. The basic would be making it large enough, fitting the requirements, making it attractive, making it grab someone's attention. Then people typically go to title with their eyeballs. Then they make a decision to make a click. Once they have a click, they're into the listing and they either do one of two things, either read the bullet points, which I find is very rare, but mostly they go through the left-hand side, which is your stack image to understand the story. And then they'll go to reviews. So the idea is you want to create an optimal listing. Main image is number one, title is number two. And then what I do and what we do here is we write for the algorithm, but we tell the story for the consumer in the pictures. What do I mean by that? You've got to have the right keywords. So keyword research is optimal. Because if you think about any time you put a product into the catalog, Amazon doesn't know what your product is, right? It's a widget to them. How do they reference that product from a search perspective? And so you've got to think from their perspective. What you're doing is you're seeding that product in Amazon's eyes and their algorithm to say this product is relevant to these keywords. And you're doing that by creating the listing. So that is by far step one to give you the best opportunity to have success. Wow, there's a lot of stuff in there, a lot baked in. I really appreciate you giving the priority of how somebody's eyeballs typically track through an Amazon ad, because I think for a hardware startup out there, like first of all, with a new proprietary product, you should be working with your designers to create amazing hero shots or user case examples or videos or pictures or whatever else of your product. If it's designed recently, which typically a new consumer product is, that means it should be modern, sexy, sophisticated, but also, of course, solving a major pain point or creating an opportunity for that end user. So reflect that in your images. You only have a handful of images in a video in order to paint the picture and tell the story. But the listing goes so much deeper than that. And I want to kind of break down the concept of, I think everybody can understand putting a great picture is paramount. And that goes across platforms as well. It's not just for Amazon. That's any way that you're trying to sell your product. The hero shot is critical. And then how you tell the story on subsequent pictures or videos is, is critical as well. But let's assume we've done that right. Talk a bit more about how the Amazon algorithms look at a listing via keywords. How does it index? How does it sort? How does it prioritize? based on those keywords. Yep. So now you're in the catalog, let's say. You're at the back of the catalog. And now have you been indexed? What that means is, does Amazon find you relevant for that keyword? So now, let's say you're on page 20. Let's start with something easy. Now, for Amazon to move you up, it's a relative game. And what do I mean by that? There are 20 pages worth of products that are ahead of you for a, let's use, a key, let's use an easy one. So cell phone case, right? And you're on page 20, which means you've got 
probably 700, 800 products ahead of you, right? So now Amazon, as the proprietor and the owner of this digital space, they care about making money. So what we want to do is we want to give them the signals that our iPhone case is better for them to put earlier in the search results. So what does that mean? That means there's a couple of key metrics that they're looking at. They're looking at sell-through, which is conversion rate, and they're looking at click-through rate. The easiest way to think about this is put yourself in Amazon's shoes. If Kevin's got a cell phone case and I have a cell phone case, and Kevin's gets a higher click-through rate and a higher conversion rate, why would Amazon ever put me higher than Kevin? Right. It wouldn't make any sense. So what we need to do when I say launch is we need to drive traffic to our listing. Now, again, we hope we have an optimal listing that is getting better click-through rate because of the better image and better title than our competitors. And then we're driving traffic in which people click and buy our product on a relative basis more than our competitors. What happens then is Amazon's, they're not dumb. They know what to do. They're going to move you up the rankings, right? So how do we do that? The easiest way to do it is Amazon ads on their own platform. That buys you visibility. So you're paying a cost per click. You're bidding on specific keywords, which you've already done the research for. And then that will allow you to get visibility. You'll get data. You'll get clicks, which is effective your click-through rate. And then what's going to happen is you get conversions. That conversion rate and click-through rate is relative to your competitors for that specific keyword. And as you, if, the best way to think about it is by product, by keyword strategy. If you have that type of granular strategy, that's how you can move up in the rankings. Very useful. This really strikes a core too, because there's a adage in product design that if you can make a product 5% better than a competitor, you will start to erode them. If you make it 10% better, you will start to conquer them. And if you make it 15% better, you create an empire, essentially. So if you look at this in terms of what Amazon is doing, you just have to be slightly better than a competitor. Now, a lot of hardware innovations out there are fairly unique. Maybe it's an entirely new solution to an existing problem. But there's still competition in that space for keywords based on alternative products that somebody might buy to solve the problem a different way or whatever else, or it might be a direct competitor. Either way, if you could just be slightly better than your competition, you will get the edge on Amazon. And if you continue to improve that, you will continue to grow that and get higher and higher in the rankings against not only your direct competitors, but indirect competitors or alternative products that Amazon might want to serve for those specific keywords. Yeah. And the one benefit about this from a marketing perspective is these slight improvements or relative advantages your competition, they stack. So let me talk to you about what I mean by that, Kevin, real quick. If you think about it as a funnel, and what do I mean by that? You've got impressions, so visibility. If I get more impressions than you do, and let's use you and I competing again, then I'm slightly better and I get more eyeballs. Then I'm slightly better on clicks or click-through rate. So now I've got more impressions, plus I've got a better click-through rate than you. Then the next level of the funnel is what they call add to carts. People go to the product detail page, and then the number of people that add that product to their cart. And then the final piece of the funnel is the actual conversion where they buy the product. So if I'm slightly better than you at each piece of that funnel, it compounds, and I'm selling far more units than you are, which at the end of the day, that's what Amazon really wants, right? And now they actually release some of this data in their brand analytics and their SQP data, search query performance data, that allows you to see at each step of that funnel how your ASIN is performing relative to the market. That's amazing that you can actually start driving deeper into those details 
How much of this can you apply towards A-B testing or how does that work in terms of really improving all of those layers of your listing, which is your advertisement, basically? And that, a little bit of the challenge, there's all these opportunities. So it's not like there's a shortage of opportunities to improve. It's like, where do I put my time and energy first, right? A real live example is just last weekend, my sales and marketing manager, he just changed our listing to be more relevant for some other keywords. And our sales, and that we've been selling this product for a couple of years, our sales jumped up significantly from a Saturday to a Saturday. We went from two Saturdays ago, we sold 55 units. This last Saturday, we sold 103. And this is a product we've got it. We've had it around for a while. It's got more than a thousand reviews. He went in and changed using ChatGPT. We already had the keyword research to redo the listing, which created more visibility. And we are constantly doing this, right? We're constantly keeping up to speed on what's happening, what's changing with the keywords. So that's the great news. The great news is there's tons of opportunities to improve and constantly improve where you can go and what you want to focus on to make it better. How do you do some of that keyword research to mm. figure out what to try? There are an abundance of tools out there nowadays. So nowadays you've got all these third-party tools. I would say your best option is on Amazon. It's the most reliable data. It's called Product Opportunity Explorer, POE. And that is on Amazon inside the growth tools. So if you have an Amazon Seller Central account, that's the easy way to go. We know it's directly from Amazon. Everybody else's data is interpretations of the data from Amazon, right? So Helium 10 is a big one. Jungle Scout is a large one. And these are just third-party apps in which you can say, you can give the ASIN, which is an Amazon-specific identification number. You can take the ASIN from a competitor, put it in there, reverse engineer it. It'll tell you all the keywords they rank for. That's a great starting point to say, hey, Amazon already determines these keywords as relevant for this product. Well, that's a great starting point, right? We don't want to reinvent the wheel here. We want to take what's already out there and do a better job of what already exists. How much does the quality of the product matter on Amazon? I know it's a bit of an obvious question here, but I like hearing it from you yourself, who's right in the weeds on the sales side. The product matters a lot. I think of it in time right? It matters a lot in the beginning because you need those initial reviews to be good. And it matters a lot in the long term because it also, you need the ratings to be good, right? So the ratings, there's two factors here when we talk about reviews. There's the quantity of reviews and ratings, which is just the number. And then there's another scoring mechanism on a one to five rating system. And you can see a difference between a 4.7 and a 4.2. It's not a true average. They have their own scoring mechanism. I think they have a recency bias in the way that they look at the actual scoring from a star rating system. So if you look at that, you want a high quality product because people will always look at that and say, hey, I want a high quality product that I can buy that the reviews are high quality. I think that it's easier nowadays where you've got a lot of third-party sellers that do just, they just throw anything on there, honestly. And I think that's good news for people that actually want to put the time and energy to make a high quality product. I think it's actually beneficial that some of these low quality sellers, low quality products are on there because it's easier to differentiate your product against a low quality product. Powerful stuff. Any other last tips, words of wisdom for especially hardware startups as they're on their journey to being a big success on Amazon? It's just one of those things that it can be very complicated. This is a simple but not easy system, right? It's a, it's a marketplace. It sounds simple. We're going to list it. We're going to sell products. I would get somebody, either employ somebody as a contractor or an employee that stays on top of this because it does move quickly. So find somebody that can help or assist you with this. I think this is one of those opportunities where you will, you will reap high ROI on getting somebody who's an expert at this. 
because it's, it's such a fast moving. It's not like you learn it once and you never have to change over the next two years. So my recommendation, anybody that's getting started that is, doesn't have expertise on it is actually get somebody either a contractor or be a part of a group or something along those lines so that you can actually leverage their knowledge to have a greater chance of success. It gives you a higher probability of success. Absolutely. Especially if you're new to online selling, it yes. could only help you to have some experts on board with you, helping you through those processes. Now, there's a lot you've talked about in this episode that at least gives a powerful framework for somebody that's kicking this off for the first time. But of course, there's lots into the weeds that everybody should be understanding on a real-time basis, and it is changing. It adapts, it modifies, it moves. This is a real-time interactive organic platform. So they're constantly trying to improve a variety of things on the Amazon platform so that they are competing with other platforms like Walmart, Marketplace, et cetera. So before I let you go, Rob, I just wanted to talk a bit about on the one podcast that you're running. Tell everyone a bit about what you're doing and where they can click to learn more about that. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, we just launched a podcast on the one a couple months ago. And the concept really is we talk about health, wealth, and relationships, right? So I think being an entrepreneur is the key and the recipe to an extraordinary life. And so we just talk about my experience of becoming, going from corporate America to being an entrepreneur and designing my life the way I want, uh, talk about health and trying to stay that optimal. I want to win in each of those categories throughout my entire life. I want to be an A in every one of those categories without having a deficiency. Too many people actually focus on one or two and they really fall down in the other two categories or, or one of those three categories. So that's what we talk about. If I can be of any help to anybody on this, please reach out, you know, LinkedIn, it's Rob Green, R-O-B-B Green, and then I'm the one podcast. Rob, thanks so much for all your words of wisdom today. As always, I'll put those links in the show notes below for anyone that wants to click through. Thanks again, Rob. Appreciate having you on the show. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Product Startup Podcast. If you found some value in the show, please do us a huge favor and hit the like button and subscribe. If you have any questions, guest suggestions, or anything else, feel free to reach out to us anytime at our email, podcast at macodesign.com. This show is hosted by Kevin Mako, North America's leading expert on product development for hardware startups. And the podcast is produced by Mako Design, the original firm providing end-to-end -end consumer product development services tailored specifically to hardware startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Take your product from idea to store shelves at makodesign.com. That's M-A-K-O design.com. Thanks for joining and see you again soon.